Welcome to the main experience. Welcome back, everyone, to the Main Experience Podcast. As always, I am your host, Jason DeWald. Well, 2020 is upon us, but 2019 was an exciting year for me. I have now been in Maine a full year, and what an adventure it has been. Between the amazing creative people I've met, the delicious food and drinks that I have tasted, and the beautiful landscapes that I've experienced, I I have to say that Maine is a truly special place. But 2020 is here, and the Maine Experience Podcast is ready to dive into the new decade with some great new episodes. I am booking interviews with some really exciting, creative people in the coming weeks, and I can't wait to share the stories that we discover. This episode, we have a conversation with singer and songwriter Lucas Roy. He came to Portland to make music his career, and he was nice enough to sit down with me to share his story. I hope you enjoy. All right, we are here with Lucas Roy at the Studio Portland. Thank you so much for joining me, Lucas. Hey, thank you for having me. I uh, I discovered Lucas playing at a gig here in Portland. I was out for drinks, and there was this guy playing original music and singing, and I was like, that, I got to talk to that guy. So uh, here we are. I'm sitting down with you, and I can't wait to learn more about you. Nice, man. I'm super pumped to be here. Thanks. Oh, Thanks again for having me. No problem. So... um. What uh, what were some of your earliest inspirations in in music? Where did you get the music bug from? It's uh, it's kind of funny for me, like thinking about this story because I've gotten this question asked me before, and uh, you know, a lot a lot of my inspiration was created like just as a as a child. You know, I'm sure it was before the age of five, but you know, five o'clock driving in the uh, driving in the truck with my dad or with my mom. You know, listening to stuff like even like Shania Twain and like the Dixie Chicks, which (laughs) is funny to me because now I'm not really a huge country fan. I'll always love 90s country for that specific reason. Um, Great songwriting. Exactly. So for me, a lot of my inspiration came from that, you know, just like the the times where, you know, you're in like a certain room, you're listening to something and you're just like, you really like that song. Um, Like, you know, some of like my favorite early artists, which is funny because, you know, tastes change all the time. But like Bob Marley, I used to be a huge Bob Marley fan. I write nothing even close to (laughs) reggae music, but just, I don't know, there's something about that reggae vibe. I I definitely identify with you. Uh, Identify with you on that. I knew the word to every Bob Marley song yeah. on every Bob Marley album before I knew what like other music was. Yeah, what's what's other music? And like to this day, reggae to me, it's it's like medicine. There's something about reggae music that when it hits you, he was right, man. It hits yeah. you, it feels no pain. You know that, I mean? Oh, he was. It's right. like it's uh, absolutely so. So all right, well, I'm already noticing a theme: songwriting, because Bob Marley's a great songwriter. So yeah, you're is. attracted to songwriting, right? In, yeah, in your musical inspiration. Yeah, for me. For me, I've always, I've always been like a songwriter first. Yeah. Um, you know, like I, like even learning how to play the guitar. Um, you know, I, I knew how to sing before, just like kind of naturally. Um, and you know, guitar was more of a way to aid that. And like with with that, I was able to uh, you, you know work on my songwriting craft. Um, so for me, songwriting has always been like that driving, that driving thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Um, when did you know, you know, so you, you, 
you're listening to music. You obviously enjoy music at a young age. You're into songwriting. You pick up the guitar. When did you sort of identify, like, I got something I want to share with people. I got I got something I want to say. And how did you sort of overcome that idea of like, uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go out there and, and tell people what I, what I want. Sure. Um, I mean, that's, it's a really great question. Um, I'm not really sure that I had like that definitive, like, aha, like yeah, this moment, um, you know, like I said, I've been kind of songwriting. I mean, geez, probably since I was like 10 or 12, just usually casually, you know, yeah. a lot with my, uh, guitarist and in, in my, band now actually mm-hmm. uh so we're still we're still best friends uh today um but i would say like i really decided that songwriting was what i was going for um at, pretty much after i graduated from college like i said i've always written music i've always loved music i've always you know like every creative out there you know i feel like you kind of you kind of dream for hope for aim for people to uh listen to you or feel some some sort of connection to your music like i feel like that's that's why we write it like nobody nobody's a creative really to get rich you know um but having said that um i feel like i feel like a part of it was born um after i graduated college i moved out to the midwest um i lived in des moines for a little while and i have never in in simple terms i have never been actually by myself before in the sense like sure we live in the 21st century i can call anybody but like I remember my my dad and my brother dropped me off out there and leaving. And then my first thought was like, wow, this is literally the first time ever in my life I have been by myself. No friends, nothing. I'm starting like I have a blank slate, slate now. For me, instead of, you know, going out and like doing a bunch of stuff, which I still did, you know, a lot of my free time was spent by myself in my apartment, you know, I finally, I had gear everywhere in my living room, you know? So I would say like that true, like, I would say the push for songwriting happened then, you know, I wrote, I wrote so many songs out there. Some I still play, some I don't, but like the build of the songwriting career happened out there. So I would say that was when I was like, I want to write. So you were, you were pushed out of your comfort zone and and a reaction to that was you poured yourself into your creative outlet. Pretty much. And I think that was when I realized that, um, you know, I, it was more the songwriting aspect that I really uh, reflected more with like, you know, I love performing and everything, but I feel like songwriting is really where, what I really love to do, you know? Yeah. Awesome. That's that's so cool. So, all right. Well, that brings me to your songwriting process. Um, and maybe that's changed over time and maybe you can talk about if it has changed, how it changed. But but what is your process now when when it goes from that earworm in your ear, that thing that you want to what's what's your process to get to a finished product? Sure. So, I mean, like I guess like everything, it's never never too created the same or in the same yeah. um method so to speak. Um for for me, usually, like, a lot of it will just stem from just literally writing. So, like, you know, uh, sometimes I go through these phases of, like, I haven't actually just sat down and wrote anything for a while. People are like, oh, do this. Oh, do this to gain some inspiration. And for me, I just – I literally just need to write, you know, fill three pages with a bunch of jargon and, you know, eventually you come up with something. So, honestly, typically it comes up with – it's 
I usually create the melody line, the the one hook first, mm-hmm. and then the rest kind of follows, you know, like you base the concept off, like that's a good line. Yep. A lot of my lines have been just like in everyday life, like something somebody has said to me or something I've accidentally said to somebody. And I'm like, whoa. So you latch on to little sort of groupings of words that yep. catch your ear. Exactly. Like yeah. little phrases that I'm like, oh, that's a good one. Like yeah. one I'm working on right now with a... A friend from uh, the open mic that I run downtown, his name's Spencer, is uh, Beer Cans and Broken Glass. Ah. <laughs> and I thought we – I accidentally said it the other day at the open mic, and I was like, oh, that's a very good line. So, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That's very cool. And what about the production-wise? Sort of what uh, – does it start with guitar? Does it start with a beat? Does it start – does it maybe it sure. changes per song? Um, Yeah, it, it kind of changes per um, song. So – I work a lot with uh, my friend DJ Matt Perry, and um, you know he 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 and I have written some songs where he's like, "Hey, I got this beat," you know, right on top of this. But I would say for me, vast majority, like ninety to ninety five percent of the songs, they start with that hook, and then I literally then pick up the guitar, try to create something, come up with everything acoustic, and then like present it to somebody, and you know people will be like, "Oh, I hear this," or "Oh, I hear this," and yeah. You know, especially in in uh, the modern world, um, although there is a place always for a, a guy with a guitar, you know, singer songwriter. Um, there, there's a lot of uh, modern twists that yeah. people like to throw on things. Yeah. And for me, I just I don't I, I like I like keeping up with the times. You know. Well, the nice thing about modern music production is that. Uh, the possibilities are endless as far as you can imagine the sound. It can be made pretty easily. Exactly. You know, so, yeah. so yeah, it's, it's, it's limitless what you can For do. For sure. Yeah. So I guess to answer your question, production wise, I usually, especially in the studio, we usually lay down, lay down scratch guitar, vocals, go back through, add the finished guitar, you know, then Build. add the rest of the instruments, and then Build. at the end, add the vocals, because that's when you can really feel that yeah, power, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about your projects. Um, what what groups are you in? Or are you recording? Sure. You're releasing? Are you touring? What What are you doing up? What are you doing sure. right now that you want to talk about? Cool. So um, at this at this very moment. Um, you know, I'm a part of I'm a part of a couple of projects, um, but mainly it's my my solo career, which would just be Lucas Roy as as me. Um, but a lot of my time actually gets split with my band too, mm-hmm. the Middlemen. Okay. Um, so you know the band the band writes. You know, we're more like a pop, soft pop alternative, soft rock. I don't even know how you'd want to classify it. Um, so a lot of my time gets spent doing that uh, this summer you know we were we were crazy we do weddings as well so yeah. um you know we were kind of crazy with that but right now fortunately we're rounding the corner to that period so in the next couple of months um i'll be focusing on finishing recording my album which i started way too long ago <laughs> like back in back in like i don't know january february march something like that so i'm working on finishing that i'm I'm aiming for an album release early 2020 if i can make it happen um and also at the same time working with my band the middlemen to um record our debut um album cool so yeah so i'm really really looking forward to that you know love love my band and we write some 
together, you know, we always write some really great stuff. And so, and it's different from what I would I would come up with normally. Yeah, you know? is it a, is it a collaborative writing process? Is it is. There, it is. Everybody's contributing. Yep, it is. So we usually go um, over to over to the studio, the Breakwater Studio over in uh, South Portland, which uh, another band member and I um, co-founded. And uh, we, you know, we just we literally sit in there, and uh, you know, a lot of times my guitar player will be like, "Hey, man, I got this. I got this sick riff." check this out and then like you know everything builds on that or yeah. or the drummer will be like hey i i wrote this i have this part you know here like listen to it guys and, and see what you see what you think you can come up with or you know i'm like hey i came up with this or the keyboard player whatever you know so it, it's all it's all collaborative co-writing process which which i like because you know in my life i've done a couple of collabs but it's like don't usually work, but it always seems to work with the band. So. That's awesome. Yeah, well, it's it's nice when you hear people who find healthy collaborators and people that they find that are willing to be open and sort yep. of. And it's nice you also are writing solo music too, so you can kind of right have music for both, right? Yeah, and I, and I think I think it's like one of those things, you know, like when uh, you know when you write, like for me. You know, when I write my own songs, it's more of like a reflection of like something that's like either needed to be said or like somebody's story that needed to be heard, you know, mm-hmm. versus like sometimes when we write in the band, it's a, could be viewed from so many different viewpoints because sure. it's co-writing. So, I, I mean, I think for me, like anybody who, who's in a band, I'm sure that they also write on their own solo thing or if they don't i would encourage just at least doing it because even if you don't release anything it's it's yeah. nice to just get your your thoughts out there good you know? exercise yeah exactly cool so how about maine are you originally from here or what's your story with the region sure so um yes i'm originally from here not okay. portland um grew up in lyman it's uh about 30 minutes south of here okay um you know went to mass high school um so g- great place. I mean, I never had any bad times there, you know, always, always good times, only good memories. <laughs> um, went, and then I went up to uh, UMaine. Okay. You know, it, was, it was my last choice college and I would do it again every single time. Um, so, you know, I had, I ended up, I ended up back in Portland. Like I said, you know, I moved out to Des Moines for um, just under a year for an internship, a real job, they yeah. said. Um <laughs> But yeah, pretty much ever since then, uh, you know, I moved to Portland about two and a half or three years ago. And, um, you know, ever since then, I've just been like, I came out here to just kind of play music full time and, um, you know, try to try to start some other companies and see how it goes. So how has that been? Talk a little bit about that experience in Maine and the Portland area, sort sure. of coming here and spreading your creative roots and trying to make it happen full time. Sure. What's, what's that so, been like? So I'll, I'll tell you know, what's funny about this is I, I feel comfortable telling you this now, three <laughs> years later, um, but I would never have admitted this uh, two and a half years ago. So, you know, if any, anybody's listening who may have known me down there, might be like, well, I didn't know that, <laughs> including my, mom or dad or whatever but you know sometimes anyway um so like the the first year the first year i i tried to tried to play music full time um you know i think i kind of hit it in a weird way you know um if i were go back you know you'd always change things but i kind of just like mass emailed called uh walked around literally quite literally walked from restaurant to restaurant from bar to bar etc 
um, and just like was like, hey, this is who I am. I had like this little cheesy business card that I had made that was just like looking back. I keep all my business cards now so I can look back and reflect. And be like, um, anyway, yeah, so, you know, eventually a couple of them gave us a, a shot and, you know, I, I, I was not – I was not making enough money to live in Portland. Like if I'm being completely honest with you, uh, you know, like it was hard. Um, it's like, it was a whole, whole ordeal to crawl out of. Um, but it has now been successfully done. So yeah. for me, it's like, it's a nice accomplishment, uh, you know, three years later to be like, I finally came out of that. Um, and, you know, I feel like there is like Portland, Maine in the next, uh, in the 2020s is going to be, a place to be, you know, um, there's a lot of success here and there's a lot of success in my opinion that will be coming here. And, um, you know, there's obviously, you know, there's no knowing. Um, but I feel like, uh, you know, I made it, I made it happen in, in Portland here and, and I would do it again. And I hope that it continues in the next couple of years, but I, I just, I feel like the economy around here is booming and I feel like, uh, in a way, um, like my band and I and, you know, anybody who's in the industry has driven that industry to, to a good point. You know, there's a lot of awesome creatives here, whether it be, um, you know, you creating podcasts or, uh, you know, you yeah. recording people or, um, you know, it's a, media, it's a, a media company. Yeah, there's a vibrant, vibrant media community here. Exactly. Video production. And, to- and everybody's pretty um, uh, like uh, – Friendly in the sense of like everyday conversation, but also friendly in the sense of like, you know, my time's not any more valuable than yours. And like, you know, some things you get paid for and others you collab with and yeah. it, and it's cool, you know. So I feel like there's a lot of respect for all of us as a community here. You, you know? feel like the artists, there's a great artist community of support as you're out there sort of vying for gigs with everybody. And- um, Yeah. So, so one thing, um, you know, one thing that, I, I think people, you know, kind of get confused with here is like, you know, people do think that like other artists are like their target audience. And um, I think that that's one thing that like should be brought up in Portland is that so as, you know, other artists are there to, like you know, give you feedback and help you and support you on things. But they're not necessarily like your target audience, but they are your greatest allies and yeah. your greatest resources in the area you know so it's one of those things where it's like um you know i've had i've had a couple of artists um you know come up come up to me or like say to me you know kind of off off the clock it's now on the clock i guess but um you know oh well you know i'm coming here to like give you give you these new songs and like i always listen to them but i always like give critiques and stuff so it, it's it's cool it's it's one of those things where i just feel like Come, come to other artists to you know get feedback and stuff and, and chat and don't be afraid of everybody because yeah we're all we're all on the same team here you're all you know, putting so. yourself out there right exactly so you gotta you gotta lean on each other exactly yeah yeah that's great that's great advice um so what are some what are some of your place favorite places to see live music play or see I guess I should say. Is there some venues that you particularly love playing at, and is there some that you particularly love seeing? Sure. Um, so for me, I'm still much on like the um, uprising sort of um, type of thing. You know, I don't. So I haven't gotten a chance to play at like the big venues yep. around here yet. Um, 
I'm coming for you guys. Bro. So <laughs> you heard uh, it here first. Folks. Yeah, you did. You heard it right here first. Um, so I can't really speak on behalf of uh, the bigger venues uh, from playing. Yeah. Um, but I do. I do really like uh, Port City. I think there's a good vibe in there. Yeah. And um, you know, of course, or is brand spanking new. And uh, the the GM over there, Mark, he seems like a great guy. Cool. Um, and I I really I really like respect what they did there because i feel i feel like they brought a lot more artists here you know it's like kind of like kind of like that mid-level yeah venue where it's like you know now all of a sudden you have like oh i've never heard of this person oh but they're coming to or or, or they're coming to port, port city you know and you're like cool yeah you know i love state too i mean it's like but it's it's state you know yeah it's massive so it's yeah. like one of those things sure it's nice to have those medium-sized venues a little tiered yeah. um playing wise man i mean Jeez, I I play a lot of places around here, and it's always a different vibe. It's always a different vibe. Um, you know, like uh, the day we met actually yeah. was at uh, Flatbread Portland, and I uh, really love playing outside there. It's like just it's a fun vibe. You know, you're just right on the it's water. It's a cool little spot. I mean, yeah, you're, yeah, you're just like you're right on the water. Uh, you're like cool. Uh, I play a lot down at the Funky Bow in Lyman, actually, where okay. we grew up. Um, it's a brewery. If uh, you guys have never heard there, yeah, cool. I actually I haven't been there, but I've seen them covered on the news a couple times. It looks like that's yep. a pretty happening little spot down there. Yeah, Paul and uh, Abraham, the owners. It's a father son. Yeah. Um, duo and you know they're great we do a lot of work with them myself cool. uh, and my band um and, and yeah so i mean and, and it's always it's always nice to play in the hometown too. yeah so you're like oh we'll play in the hometown aka portland when we were younger but now it's like no we literally play in, in the hometown so it's kind of cool that's very cool yeah man awesome yeah. Awesome. All right. So that's now we know where to where to catch some live music at. Where this is kind of like shifting to I'm asking everybody these questions. Sure. Um where do you like to eat? And I know that's a loaded question around here too. It's but like what's your go to on and it can be like simple takeout, simple delivery. Oh man, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Something I got you. I got like you. what's your go to? Like, oh man, I gotta have that. So so uh, it's it's kind of changed changed throughout the years. Um, I live a little bit out of town now, so you got to keep that into consideration. Yeah. You know, a lot of times I don't want to put on anything <laughs> other than sweatpants and sure. just go up the street. So favorite dive bar, favorite dive bar uh, outside of downtown uh, would be Samuel's. Okay, Samuel's is a great place. If you guys have never been there, my girlfriend and I go there all the time to uh, wing nights and, and stuff. Okay. Um, Favorite dive bar in town is, of course, Rosie's. Okay. Love Rosie's. Love that. You can't trade can't trade those whatever dollar fifty dollar <laughs> sure. Um, let's see. So I'm trying to think for, for food wise down here. I do love Taco Escobar. Yeah, yeah, it's good there. Yep, yeah, it is. Sure. And uh, right downtown, uh, like my go to before like a show if I need if I need some food or something late night like Mash Tun. Yeah, Mash Tun's a great place. Okay. Um. I would say those are probably my sweet. Those are probably my top visited ones. I know? love it. I love it. Yeah, man. This is such a great town for eating and drinking. Yeah, like, and definitely love ripping occasional drinks outside at Amigos. Too, yes, so it's always fun. So. Sure, absolutely. I love it. Um, and then how about like? So you're originally from Maine. So did you get around Maine a little bit as a kid, traveling sort uh, of different areas, trips? And is there is there a region or a spot in Maine that like is your favorite? You love. So, in short, no, not yeah. really. You know, it's kind of one of those weird things. Um, 
I realized this when I moved out actually to Des Moines. Um, I used to do a bunch of stuff out there and I'd talk to people out there who lived out there their whole life. They're like, I've never done that. Never heard of that. I'd done everything because I was like kind of there temporarily. So when I came back to Maine, I started doing a bunch of stuff around Maine because I was like, I'd never been to Acadia before. You know, I went to school at UMaine. I'm like an hour away from there. Um, You know, I'd never been up to the county. I've been up now. Um, I would say I I definitely, after visiting Acadia a couple of times, I I love Acadia National Park. I mean, that's, uh, I feel like everybody from Maine is naturally obligated to say that. Um, but it's just, it's such a nice place. It's incredible. Yeah, it really is. And, um, so I'd say like visiting wise, that's usually, that's usually yeah. our go-to. I still got some more spots. I, I got to hit up, um, to go check it out. But even like, um, you know, Higgins beach. Is yeah. So nice. And it's, it's right here. I was going to be, yeah. I was going to ask if there's a favorite beach of yours or. I would say, I try, try to think of my, my, my favorite my favorite beach so much. Um, I do always go to uh, Bug Light Park. Okay, it's right by my studio. Yeah, so I'm always it's over nice there. down there. It's yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty nice. little park. Can, it's kind of yeah. hidden back there too. It's you like, can you can see all the Portland skyline though too. Yeah. I mean, it's what there is Portland. the Portland with skyline, but yeah, um, but yeah very exactly. nice. Portland's growing wide, not tall. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is. We're like your we're like your uncle. We're growing wide, <laughs> not tall. I love it. I love it. Cool, man. Well, um, is there any sort of parting words that you have for anybody uh, maybe thinking about coming to Maine or thinking about writing a song or, uh, you know, so you got any advice to give to the My advice, my advice, my advice to you, especially if you are, you know, young, you know, that being any (laughs) – Jeez, anybody under the age of 40, you yeah. know, come on, guys. Um, just go for it, honestly. Like, for me, obviously, if I could go back, I'd do things. But if I could go back I and I had no other choice, I would do it all again, Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. So um, just just go for it. Even if it's writing a song, dude, just yeah. write it. Play it to yourself. Yep. Enjoy it for what it is. Yep. And take that in, you know, and learn learn from that song. And, you know, you don't, you don't have to release anything if you don't want to. That's cool. But also – Release it, you know. Why not? Step outside of that comfort zone, you know. There's definitely a theme I'm noticing in the interviews I'm conducting and the creative people that I meet. That I meet, and it is consistently putting yourself outside of your comfort zone, yeah, and then putting yourself out there, and you know, just letting it exactly and keep going and keep going. And, you know, and like, not stop worrying about what what all the exterior stuff is. And yeah, just be true and, to your, you know, your own voice. Exactly, man, and. Not to say like be reckless, but like be reckless. Like, yeah. like take take that step. Like, you got to take chances. Go go ahead and say say like say something to to somebody that you wouldn't normally say. Positive, of course, but you know, go ahead and do that because like chance. Most everybody here is like most most people are are here to help. Like most people are here. Most people want to see you succeed. Yeah. There's a few that. I'm sure, you know, wouldn't or would say something bad about you, but like those are those people are important. Exactly. In your life at least, you know. So just go for it. I think we spend too much time worrying about what other people think and it's usually some negative opinion that it doesn't matter anyway. It, it doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> yeah. And what you can take from it is what matters. And, you know, at the end of the day, everybody's gonna have their opinions and as long as you, you keep that internal scorecard yes. correct, then then you're good. Yeah. yeah. 
That's great advice, man. That's great advice. Well, thank you. that was Lucas Roy. We learned a little bit about thank him. Thank you so much, a bit man. about Maine. Uh, thanks so much for sharing your story. And um, people look out for, for Lucas, uh, Lucas Roy and the Middlemen Band. Yeah, uh, thank you, man. playing all over the region. So. Yeah, hey, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Love what you guys are doing here. And uh, the studio is, is fantastic. Awesome. Yes. For all those listeners out here. Yes. Come on in and check it out. Yes, the Studio Portland. Absolutely. Yes. Yes, open it's very for, nice. Open for business. Exactly. I love it. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Lucas. All right. Thank you, man. Thanks so much to Lucas Roy for coming on the show and sharing his story and his creative process with us. Lucas was also nice enough to perform a song after his interview. So here he is with his new song, Always Be Loving You.
That was Lucas Roy with Always Be Loving You. See him perform live at the Funky Bow Brewery in Lyman, Maine on February 1st from 1 to 4 p.m. Check the show notes for more details. And thanks again, as always, to the Studio Portland for hosting us. That's going to do it for this episode. I'm going to leave you now with a soundscape that I recorded while on a video shoot for Main Life Media in Rockland. We were featuring the award-winning restaurant Primo, and we got a tour of the farm on their property. While doing so, we found some chickens and pigs that had an awful lot to say, so I just had to hit record. Thanks for listening to the Main Experience Podcast. I'll see you on the next episode. Experience is produced by Audio Evolutions. Audio Evolutions is a small business run by me, Jason DeWald, and I would love to work with you on your next project. In the modern age of digital media, it is easier than ever for people to be creative, but poor audio quality can distract from all of your hard work and ruin your project. Let Audio Evolutions help evolve your sound to the next level. Offering services ranging from full-scale music production for your next album, podcast production to give you the professional sound you deserve, audio post-production for video, location sound recording for video shoots, and even voiceovers. Send an email to jason at audioevolutions.net and let me know how Audio Evolutions can help you evolve the way your world sounds.